Welcome to the Sports Class with Justin Jamal. I'm Jamal Cox. Thanks for joining us as always. We're doing something different on the pod this week. Episode 16 has been split split into two separate parts. So part one will be parenting, organic conversation, what's going on in the past week since you last heard from us. Part two is going to be professional sports focused. So with that, no further ado, kick back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to the Sports Gloss with Justin and Jamal. Thursday, June 8th. Welcome to the Sports Gloss. I'm Jamal Cox, and I'm with the man that turned down $1.6 billion to take his talents to Saudi Arabia. Justin Kelly, say hello to the people. Everyone's got their limits, JC. I'm not going to Saudi Arabia, okay? There's a line, (laughs) and I won't cross it. (laughs) It's a lot of Skrilla, but I appreciate and applaud your ethics. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I'd love an offer like that. Hey, I'd move to Saudi in a hot minute. Never been there, but I'd go. (laughs) Sight unseen. Sight unseen. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot less than 1.6 Billy. Did you hear that as we jump into things? Did you hear that the rest of Inter-Miami's games, and we're talking about Lionel Messi moving to Inter-Miami, the rest of his games post, they're guesstimating his arrival is going to be July 21st. The rest of that squad, Inter-Miami's games in the MLS, in North America, are 100% sold out. This is like hours, days. Hours, minutes. That's wild. And Miami, not a huge sports town, honestly. Wow. Why would you go out when you got the beach? Well, you know, look at this moment in sporting, though. Miami's hotter than a pistol. Heat. But they're staying hot. All the tickets. All the, all the Inter-Miami tickets for the rest of the season post his arrival are gone. That's nuts. Nuts. It's going to be going down on, on South Beach this weekend. You got the Panthers game, which we'll talk about a little bit later. You got game four, which we'll talk about later in the NBA series. So... And now Messi's coming. Man. Living the dream. You Would you have taken the cash and gone to Saudi? If you were Lionel? Or as he'll be known in America, Lionel? <laughs> Lionel. Um, it's tough, eh? It's tough. I mean, your grandkids, grandkids, grandkids are set. Yeah. You can donate to charities. You can bathe in money. In both money. cases, though. In both cases. And he's already... Yeah, he's I'm already putting his own. Yeah. You know. His accounts are full, I feel like. Wouldn't you want like an oil derrick of your own just for the 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 flex? With like your name on the side? <laughs> yeah. The sports gloss on the <laughs> Jokes aside, I would turn it down. You know, an interesting thought or So you like this move. I love it. Yeah, me too. I love it. The quality of play in the MLS is better. Miami, I think, would be a way better place to live, especially as an Argentine, Argentinian a hero, but also like an Argentinian. Agree on both those points. It's conducive to great things. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes to Saudi, the Saudi Arabian League. We're never going to see him again. As, no one is. Uh, yeah. Well, no one, oh, sorry. I was going to say no one's going to see his games. I haven't seen a Ronaldo game. No. I get snippets of highlights, but... Barely. I have no clue of any of the people he's playing against. Yeah. And also, like, I don't know, what time does it come on here? Like, it's just like a bunch of things versus... But it's not even an option in North America. You can't even catch that. You got to be, like, in the the bowels of the streaming world to find a Dark Saudi web. game. <laughs> this segment sponsored by Bet365. <laughs> I want to dig in a little bit more and talk about this uh, a little bit later, for sure. But yeah, I think I would, I would come to MLS. Yes. 
and he's got rights to his kit. Uh, he's got rights to Apple Plus. He's like, got stuff. rights to Adidas. He's got rights to Adidas. He, he's going to have an option to buy part of the team, I imagine, from David Beckham. So there's a lot of stuff there that is for the taking. And like I said, you know, he's got three or four kids, a lovely wife. I think she would be more partial to living in South Beach and sure. and a huge mega mansion, whatever, for a few years mm-hmm. as opposed to, to going and living somewhere in Saudi and living that life as a woman too, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I feel like he made the right choice. It was interesting. Uh, Barcelona was throwing us some shade mm-hmm. today, which I thought was hilarious because they were trying to move mountains to get him back. And they just were like, oh yeah, they, I forgot what they said, but they were trying to throw some shade. But then he came back and he said, look, I didn't want guys that I played with, friends of mine, compatriots, to have to take a pay cut or get shipped out to another team for them to fit the bill from mm-hmm. my salary. So we have the space to fit me back in. And then they're taking away from the team too because they're going to be they're going to be losing quality players. We, this is not where we wanted to to jump into, but I'm glad we did. Yeah, Mesque un club. The other thing about this too, and 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 quite a boon for the MLS, it was only mere moments ago, mere months ago, that Messi was the absolute talk of the world with how well he played in the World Cup. That World Cup in Qatar solidified him as the best ever, absolutely, or one ab- of the best. Now. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, and and that thrilling final game, that championship game. He balled out that entire tournament, entire tournament, and the world was singing his praises, and rightly so. And now, a few months later, boom, he's coming to North America. And this is what you and I have been talking about on the Sports Gloss, and thanks to everyone for listening. This is what this league needs to continue to build it up. Like, the days of saying that the MLS is a a second-tier league are gone when people are making moves like this. Like, this is absolutely a top three, top four player in the world, in my opinion. And he's moving to the MLS for financial reasons, too. But he's making that decision to come here and grow the game and be an ambassador and also continue to play, man. I I think this is pretty friggin' cool. As you said, that was just November, December, Thank you. that he was on top of the world, mm-hmm. carrying that Argentina team to victory. Mm-hmm. You know, not far from the wake of Maradona passing, like the last year or so. So on top of the world, still on top of his game. Those scenes, said, those scenes in Argentina, in the celebration, <laughs> like the streets packed, the everything. parades, the national holidays, all that wonderful, cool shit that comes with sports. Mel back and hand jobs for everybody. <laughs> Great callback, great callback. Um, everyone's everyone's getting them, and I think they have both those things in Miami too. <laughs> in spades, yeah, they so got lots of that. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It is really cool, and like you said, he's going to grab those casual fans. I think traveling from city to city with them. all the tickets are sold, JC. Yeah. They're all gone. Yeah, I mean, I already I was looking today to see if I could get tickets for you and I to go watch him play the Whitecaps. Wow, in Van City. Yeah, they don't play the Whitecaps the rest of the year. Gotta wait for the we next gotta wait year. for next time, right? And hopefully yeah. they get the maybe that'll really push the our caps, my caps to get some to get some turf in BC Place. I don't know if Messi that was always Beckham's hang up, right? He didn't yes. want to play on turf, and that's been an issue for some some of the big European stars coming over. Yeah, those guys play on pristine pitches all over the globe, all throughout their life, mm-hmm. and to have them make that transition, especially later in their career, mm-hmm. artificial turf takes its toll on your body, your joints. 
back, uh, potential, you know, muscle injuries as well. So it's different, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot different. So it's going to be quite an adjustment for him too. the game is going to be more physical here, I think, than it would have been in, in probably shoulder in to shoulder, or, like I, like I saw in Portland. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be really fascinating to see this last chapter of his career. I imagine this will be the kind of final, you know, mm-hmm. stretch of his career and he's still, you know, maybe not the peak of his powers, but still, like you said, more than capable to get the get the job done. Certainly, so, certainly, it's going to be a beautiful thing to behold. Let's jump into it. Let's jump into it. We got on a sidetrack there, but I love it. That's that lot happening right Passion. now. Yeah, a lot happening in the last couple of days. A lot We're, of Saudi money floating around. Speaking of money, mm-hmm. someone in Victoria is thirty-five million dollars richer as a result of winning the lottery the other night. Thirty-five schmil. Only thirty-five million. Yeah. Tax free up here at home. They charge. I don't they know, take half of it. They take a lot of it. Mm. 35, yeah. 35 sheets here in Victoria. Ooh, you can almost buy a house. <laughs> what would you do with thirty five? What would I do with thirty five? Good question. I'd probably just. Uh, I'd continue to work. Keep my head down. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> just I think I'd start golfing. Ooh, yeah. I'd, I'd finally get into golf. Okay. I think I might golf. Jet set. Mm. Buy some dumb shit. <laughs> Snap. I think I buy a small island. If I'm being serious, I think I buy a small island. South Pacific? No, just over here to our left. Oh, okay. Yeah, just buy a small island. Just find an island with like a, a lone wolf and just take live over. There. Just live there. That'd be like my little spot. I'd sit on the deck, listen to the sports gloss, chill with the wolf, come back. Yeah. You, you, if you had 35 million, if you had that ticket in your pocket and let it be said, I sent you a picture, but I do have a, a, I'm not a huge lottery guy, but I do have an unchecked ticket, BCLC ticket in my pocket. The suspense must be killing you. That may or may not have 34 million dollars attached to it. I almost went in, I almost went in this afternoon, but I thought, no, I got to save it. I I got to talk about it on the gloss. I don't want to know. So... I don't right. want to know if it's only another free ticket. Before, <laughs> before I tell you what I would do, this is something I've actually thought about, and it's so ridiculous, but I don't know if it's human nature or just my neuroses, but I've thought, what if I do have that winning ticket? And, like, what do you do? Like, and then panic washed over me. Actually, it went from, like... in like, that immediate moment. Yeah, it went from, it went from like, elation to, I got to get a lawyer. Yeah. I got to, like, and then, like, how do I not lose this ticket? Yeah. Like sleep with this tick. Like, what do I do? Yes. Like, I can't keep this in my wallet. What if I mugged? It goes down, yeah. and this is the ticket. Yeah. Like, there's just so many things that I just go through my mind where I'm just like, it turns to this panic, which is completely ludicrous. I realize, mm-hmm. but that's where I go. But I would do, man, uh, top of the state of the art podcast studio. Heck yeah, <laughs> tennis ball machine. Definitely, <laughs> the price has gone down. I've heard. <laughs> Some memberships to some tennis clubs for sure. Okay. Some spots. Maybe even like some like. I still think we got about 33. (laughs) (laughs) I would love kind of like some super stodgy, like whiter than a vat of mayonnaise Vancouver, like country club. Get like a membership there and just wear like rowdy shit. Yeah. And go play tennis. Like Shaughnessy or something. (laughs) Yeah. Just go show that place up. Just like peak Agassiz, like vibes in there. Um, what else, man? On the real, lots of real estate. Probably yeah. somewhere to like 
to winter, sure. if you will. Sure. Um, take you love the, Hawaii. You guys love Hawaii. Yeah. Take the take the family around. Set up the fam. You know, whatever. There's a lot. Like, I, there's a lot well, of. Let's things. not be responsible with the money. <laughs> let's do fun stuff. <laughs> what are those like bill shooting guns yeah. that you see in the hide the, the money, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Pull people around. Oh man, but yeah, it's uh, we can dream, we can dream, and maybe it'll be a reality. Maybe you check that ticket, and you're just like, I was like, Justin was supposed to be here for the next episode of the pod, and I haven't heard from him. Number, yeah. my number says that I'm blocked now. No, if I win that, if I check that ticket tomorrow, which I probably will, and I win that 34 mil, I'm going off the grid. I'm going <laughs> off the grid. To your point, I'm putting it in my pocket, a pocket of my underwear, and I'm not moving for a while. I gotta, I gotta breathe that in. <laughs> I don't know, man. I saw him, and then I mean, stuff's still outside his house. <laughs> Maybe he just had a go bag, and no, you know what? I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> All I need is some javellas and a plane ticket. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Speaking of a little bit of uh, travel and different places and things like that, the Canada's been catching a little bit of heat from the U.S. I say this in jest and a bit of playfulness, but you know. You talked about it last time or one of the previous times about the combustion, about how dry it's been. We were having forest fires in parts of Canada that traditionally don't mm-hmm. have these types of, uh, you know, natural disasters, if you will, in June. In early June. And everywhere. And, and part of it has been on the East Coast. I mean, I think we're a little bit more, let's say, unfortunately, like it's more common here in like, you know, Alberta, B.C., but Nova Scotia. Quebec, those types of places typically, like we said, don't incur that. I have some colleagues that uh, live in Montreal, and they're even saying the air quality in Montreal is foggy, it's bad. As well, we've had some games, like uh, baseball games in New York, New Jersey area, things like that have been canceled. The skies over Yankee Stadium last night were looking very, very apocalyptic. Yeah. Yeah, some real like Blade Runner 2023 shit going on. Yeah. I saw like... What I was getting to is basically just looking at comments threads, which you should never do, but I always do, and just seeing all these people, I think tongue-in-cheek kind of lambasting and roasting Canada. Like, Wait, there's two There's two large newspapers in New York. There's the New York Times, which is the smart, the smarter one. Yeah. And there's the New York Post. Post, thank you. Yeah. And then, did you see the, the front page of the New York Post yeah, today? It's it ridiculous. Like, blame Canada, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Some of the American... The American politicians, if I may be so bold, also blaming Canada in some of their speak. Uh, Fox News doing the same thing. I saw something like... That's on brand. Biden's got to go, you know, start a war with Canada because they're sending down all this smoke. Well, I love how Canada's getting roasted, like I said, but remember... Like a marshmallow. (laughs) Remember a few months back that, like, spill, that toxic spill in Ohio, and then, like, all of that air the tainted air let's just say the bad air yeah made it way made its way up to like ontario and those those next to the woods and there's like people were just like oh there's just a little toxic oil toxic spill here meanwhile it's just like earth mother earth is dying Mm. and all of these like new jersey new yorkers are just sitting here just like hey canada man i had a parlay that's not gonna hit because (laughs) the game got canceled yeah, they even canceled the WNBA game. Yeah, you know. So I had money on the Liberty. <laughs> hey, they got a good squad. They got a good squad this year. Yeah, but um, anyway, 
all this stuff happening, and I just it's, thought I wanted to it's point concer- it out. It's concerning. Yeah. I said that last week, tongue-in-cheek, about the world combusting. Here we are a week later, and listen, I'm outside every day. It is drier than an effing bone out there. Like, it, it is... It's shocking, man. It's shocking. It hasn't rained in Victoria for over two months. That's scary. That's scary. It's only June 8th. It's only June 8th. That's quite concerning. I see it every day. I'm in the lands every day. There's, There's what used to be big... Tall, and then we'll change the subject. We can get off. We can get off global warming in a minute. <laughs> but I see this every day, and it's quite concerning to me. Big, tall, strong, beautiful trees of all different shapes and sizes, dying, dying, on the daily because of climate change. Add in dumb humans, you know, putting a torch to things, and it's yeah, man. I'm worried about this, and I'm not joking at all. Yeah, on the real. I am with you. And like you said, you're literally in the weeds, like with all of this stuff. Yeah. So it is something that you've seen. I mean, you were looking at a plant outside my house the other day. You're like, this isn't right. Mm -mm. This looks Mm -mm. deader than it should be right now. Clients of mine asking me like, hey, why, why do you think that tree's dying? And it's like, that tree, you know, that tree's been there for 20 years. It's always been healthy. Why is it in the last couple of years really taking a turn for the worse? And it's like, you see what's happening in the world? Like. I'm going to have to buy an air conditioner soon. Exactly. Like a little unit, which exactly. was laughable like eight years ago. Was it even. ever? I don't know. Was it ever? The winters we've had here, the the heat we've had here for elongated times, like it's it's bananas. Anyway, it enjoy our time because I don't think we have much left. Hey. Celebrate while we still can. <laughs> Dark humor for everyone. What <laughs> <laughs> a lighter note. I want to talk about your your basketball related weekend last week. You had some amazing things going down. You uh, had a Friday night game you went to Sunday. I believe I, you had the clinics. Let's I, lay it out for us. I set the table in episode fifteen. Uh, we had the the following evening last Friday night. We had the game at our local our local arena at the Save on Food Center. We had the Canadian women's national team versus the Japanese national tween, team. Nice. It was a. Uh, it was quite something. My kids, I took my two eldest. They were quite excited. It was a 7.30 start. It was a late night, beautiful summer evening. Cough, cough. Beautiful <laughs> summer evening. And we rolled up in there, man. And it was it was really cool, JC. There was, there was a good vibe. Um, the gameplay, it was sort of a sloppy start. I was a little, it was a little concerning at the beginning. A little bit sloppy, but I think both teams are trying to feel each other out and probably haven't played for a bit. Like, actually, like we talked about in the last episode, this isn't Canada's best 10, 11 women players. It's not. This is like their, this is like these, their college all-stars is really what this was. There was a couple of high school players. Young woman, um, Shayla Swords, going to Michigan next year. She's of note. Thank you. Um, a young woman, Aliyah Edwards, who I've got a great story about later, um, who's like the starting power forward for UConn. These are blue bloods. These are blue bloods, but this is a young team. There's no WNBAers there. These are, this is more like Canada's U21 team, you know? Yeah. So they started out real sloppy. And over the course, they definitely had better athletes, but over the course of the game, like the Japanese national team, they're just so much more connected and so much more an actual team. Gotcha. And just Canada started strong, and then just slowly Japan just crept back in, overtook, and then sort of pushed out their lead. It was it was interesting. It was 
it started sloppy. The game gameplay picked up going through it. I guess the next night they did a closed door scrimmage and Canada won by nine. They actually oh. they actually played three games while they were here. For some reason, they decided to um, showcase the first game of this, of this little series. Okay, you'd think it'd be a little bit wiser to let them sort of have a game, get comfortable, and then get a crowd in or attendance in for the second game. But they chose not to. Um, so yeah, I guess Canada won the next two games, but it was neat. I was hoping for a few more people in there. I'd put the put the barn at just a smidge under half full. Okay. Um, the atmosphere the atmosphere was a little quiet at times, but when there were when Canada made a run, people got into it, and it was pretty cool overall. I liked it. It was an exhibition, right? It wasn't there wasn't like a lot of intensity to it. The crowd wasn't like you know super super dialed in. But the kids had fun. The parents had fun. We, I went with some of our basketball friends from Tuesday night, and yeah, man, it was it was really neat. I I was enjoy I enjoyed myself. That's great. Yeah. No, it sounds like a good time out. I saw some of the photos, and everyone looked really happy. You had some nice seats as well. Really cool to see. And then Sunday you went to the clinic, and that was really cool too. So so the tie-in, and if you're a Toronto Raptors fan, there's the super fan Nav, the super fan. So he was part of this this We the West Fest that had the Canadian women's game on Friday night and then they had a camp on Saturday for a chunk of kids and Sunday for another big group chunk of kids. And so on or sorry, Saturday and Sunday and Sunday uh, my daughter went, my eldest daughter went and and you know what? I want to make a point of this right right off the hop and quite clearly. I've seen Nav at Raptors games for 20 years, right? The line on the back of the shirt was never missed a game, never, uh, never left early and never was late. It's great, right? The guy hasn't hasn't missed a game. And I sort of, you know, I've seen him on TV and little snippets about him. And I sort of thought, I was a little trepidatious. Like maybe it was kind of for show at this point. He's like kind of a pseudo celebrity. He owns a series of Hyundai dealerships in Ontario, right? So I wasn't sure. And, and right away, and to their credit, uh, him and his business manager, and they had, they had a ton of other uh, staff there, but they made it really clear in a really cool way that, that these camps are all about these kids having fun and inclusivity and like, let's, let's have a great day. It was, it, was, it was pretty neat, man. Like it was right at the forefront. Nav working the tables, came over. I was having a coffee. He came over, shook my hand, talked to the kids. We got pictures with the championship ring. Nice. And and actually quite a sweet and warm guy. That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool and, and a nice surprise. Cause you kinda hope that when you see someone like that on TV. And he he was he was nice, man. And the energy that him and the other people that spoke at this little thing and as things were about to get started, sort of the preamble to the camp was really cool, man. I was I was impressed with it. I liked it. I don't know what the camp was like. I I stayed for a little bit and then I took off. They had a lot of UVic players and, nice. and some of them, the Canadian women's team came out and helped with some of the stuff. So I don't know how the camp was really. But the the energy and the atmosphere and, and the vibes, as we like to say, were were actually quality. That's really cool. Like yeah. you said, it is so like gratifying, I guess I would say, like when you do meet someone and they have good character and really personable because you know you can i don't know it's very easy i think to be kind of just come in get the bag yeah maybe a little bit jaded maybe you're tired maybe you're just having a bad day sure. but at the same time you know 
you gotta be that guy and be the presence be the face of the the whole event and that he was you know personable and really cool like oh even more so even i love more, that even more so he sort of took the mic at one point and talked to the parents and sort of said like hey just so you parents know we're gonna do our best to make all these kids feel special like that's what we're here to do that's right great. it was it was really nice man it was actually it was actually really nice i quite i quite like that and and it felt genuine and it felt honest yeah right so i appreciate that and also this court or this camp happened on the court where the toronto raptors won the championship in oakland right yeah so this this organizing committee you know and there's layers to that cake but they've procured the court from oakland yeah where the raps won the title and they brought it here and now this court resides in victoria and they pull it out for events the aforementioned qualifiers and and the the different sort of things that they have often connected to Canada basketball, and they pulled the court out. These games happen on this court in Salmon Foods, and and my daughter had a had a camp on this court, and it was it was pretty cool. I might have snuck on there Sunday afternoon and <laughs> put a couple up myself just to get a feel for it. <laughs> How's the bounce? Bounce was good. <laughs> Felt like I could dunk. <laughs> You're like Q. Look, look. This is where this is where Curry made that shot. Yeah. Yeah, no, got out there, took a couple of jumpers. It felt great. felt smooth. felt felt nice. Splash. felt nice. That's great. Yeah, the third splash, splash, bro. <laughs> no, it was a good, it was a good camp. Um, just circling back to the game on Friday, uh, <laughs> we ended up, after the game, ended up close to the floor and overcomes the aforementioned starting power forward at UConn, Ali Edwards. And I say to her, hey, um, hey, can we get a picture with you? And and just again, just a cool little moment where this, some like six kids from our Tuesday night basketball have this picture with this kind of interesting, cool young woman, great player on the rise. It was a it was a cool little cool little thing. My my two daughters had had a wonderful time, wonderful time. And and just as an aside. I say to somebody you know in our basketball circle, I say, oh, this is cool. Like Quincy and I watched her play this year on like a Saturday afternoon. And and she looked over at me and you know I'm a bit of a technophobe, JC. <laughs> and uh, they say, she looks at me like, where? Where did you watch this? Like what? What bowels of streaming are you? <laughs> are you able to watch uh, this game? How do you know her? And I was like, I was like, I got basic cable. I watched on like ABC, yeah. CBS yeah. On, a, on a late Saturday morning, early afternoon. And she looked over at me like, wow, <laughs> basic. <laughs> Sorry, that's just funny. because No, I, it's I, so cool. I ride basic cable. That's all actually I ride. But you know what? TSN, like I've heard people kind of rip on them here and locally and in Canada and stuff. But compared to what we get and all the channels, like pun intended, that you have to get go through like there's all of the crap just to find your program or sporting event that you want to watch it's like you gotta be fucking macgyver it's like a labyrinth so it's cool that we just get you know i've been reveling in the, the fact that i can watch what's happening on court seven mm-hmm. on like a tuesday morning yep. in paris like on tsn3 like, oh, yeah exactly yeah you know well our american listeners and thank you for listening south of the border will they get that will they get that because that doesn't exist even with all the espns if you have the tennis channel perhaps because i know the tennis channel's coverage is quite extensive but i don't know if they have those added channels where you can kind of get a, a look in they might go court to court kind mm-hmm. of a vibe 
But that's the cool thing. And I, another thing briefly that I love about that is you go and you see those courts and sometimes they don't have commentators. Just, so it's just the audio live. Ooh, like so you that. hear the grunts. You hear like people like talking to the coach. You hear like the fans like, come on, Justin, yeah, you yeah. got this. I like, you know? that. I like that live feed. It's really cool. It's, nice, it's kind of a nice change. It is. It yeah. is because you're not having that narration and like you kind of just can absorb the feel yeah. and what's going on. Yeah. Like you're sitting in the stands or something. Yeah. I love it. That was my basketball weekend. You had a couple little basketball items while we stick with the round ball, with the orange, with the pill. You had a couple little moments of basketball in your weekend too, JC. Yeah. I didn't have to, to make it over to, to save on foods, but I did make it to George J elementary and we got some shops shots up on Sunday. So Nico's been really, really. And I think Thank you because you've been part of the process, but he's really immersed in basketball right now. He's really feeling it. I think he's. I love it. Yeah. I think he's getting that dopamine hit, that gratification of just seeing the ball go through the hoop. Like, just to be honest. And I honestly, too. Nothing better. Nothing yeah. better. And I think there's a lot of fact, like, just like the playoffs, they've been more watching the playoffs more than they have in past years, NBA playoffs. So they're kind of, who's this guy? Who's that? They're inquisitive. They're getting a feel for things. I play NBA 2K from time to time. So Devin Booker is the poster boy of it. I bet he is. So there's all these Suns vibes in my house. But um, all that being said, he's been loving it. So Sunday, I wanted to get them out. It was fairly nice. And I was just thinking, let's go get some shots up. But you know what? I want to be on like a lower hoop. My local doesn't it's like a 10 foot regulation mm -hmm. and i really wanted to kind of enable nico because he's really been loving it so we went over george J. I i think they've got maybe six and a halfs probably maybe sure. seven sure. i can almost dunk standing and um he I, he was like dad i just want to make um 25 shots and we had no like time limits i was like okay cool let's do it let's make 25 while he was working on that Dante was getting shots up on the other end. There was nobody else there. Then me and Dante were doing a little bit of dribbling, Love left it. hand, right hand, Love crossover, it. kind of stuff like that. Nico just kept making shots, and incrementally, I just increased it. I was like, make five more. Make ten more. Mm -hmm. And just kept going. And then it got to a point where he was on autopilot, and he was like, at 75, and he's like, I want to get 100. I was like, all right then. Wow. Cool. Let's get it done. Then Dante Dude, was, that's great. It was cool. Very cool. It was cool, man. And Dante was kind of doing his own thing. Like, he was on the monkey bars, kind of doing some fun stuff on the playground, and then, like, intermittently would come back, and he'd be like, oh, yeah, I want to get some shots up. And then the competitive vibe kicked in. Yeah. So he, he was trying to get his shots up, and yeah. it got to a point where we had been there for a while. We were tired. Good for you And guys. Dante ended with 75. Nico got his, his 100. He got the honey clip. He did. Wow. He did. He got him Made a hundred jumpers? Just little two, three footers. We worked a little bit on the glass. Uh, Milton Cox, shout out. You get inside the square, you got a good chance that that's going to go in. Bank is open. Yeah, for sure. That's so amazing. I love that. The kisses and explain to him the, the quintessential swish sound and how gratifying that is and why mm. it's like perfection you've gotten the ball over the front of the rim it didn't touch any of the other parts of the rim and it's just gone through clean and if you can do that from a distance yeah, whew, yeah. is there anything better there's no. a couple things better but 34 mil but that's about it <laughs> so yeah we got into it and i and i like this other aspect of it Dante knew that he was, you know, 25 shots shorter. 
couple times I had to give him a little pep talk. Nico's got a smaller ball, and I got into the physics of it all. I'm like, the ball's smaller, da 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 da, da. You're over here on the playground doing the monkey bar, da 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 You're surviving and advancing, Jamal. Yeah, so I was trying to mitigate some expectations yeah. there. But then he was still a bit sour. But then I kind of let it fester, and I loved it. Because mm. I was just sitting there thinking, all right, this is great. He's He's got competition. Gauntlet's been laid. Maybe next time he's going to try to get more shots. Hey, my little brother, my little sibling is uh, hitting all these shots, and I'm, I want to do that. I want a little bit of that. Exactly. That praise that energy from dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me that juice. Yeah. I need dad's affection. Yeah. yeah. Hit 100. <laughs> 75. What is that? C minus? Sit in the back. <laughs> That's so, cool, man. I yeah. love that. So that was cool. Another thing. Maybe, uh, maybe Nico's got the, maybe he's got the bug. Maybe he does have the bug. I'm, I'm hoping he does. He's a lefty you love today. A lefty. We actually got shots up today. He made 36 today. No big and deal. He's, he's no got, big deal. He, we went back to the scene of the crime, and he's got like a little. I'm working. He's he's six, y'all. He's small, so he's got like a little bit of that lefty screwball side spin. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I was trying to clean it up a bit. I'm like palm down, wrist. Need a little bit of gap here. Yeah. Trying to get, but then. Honestly, he was just getting shots up and making it. The big thing is I was just trying to get that extension and follow through, mm. not to get in this weird technical mm. thing. But it was just like working on that. Later on, we'll we'll get the yeah, yeah. the legs synchronized. Of course. Of course. But it was so fun because I've been your your favorite basketball teacher will chipping help with away that. at it. Yeah, and you, yeah, exactly. That's wonderful, man. That's that's the best. It is when they. That's the best. I finished work today, and he's like, "I want to go shoot." And I was like, "Oh, all right. I've been inside all day. Let's go." Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and good. and that's sort of what I was trying to describe too. Just that sort of unbridled young enthusiasm for the game, and that was the cool thing about like these these kids meeting Ali Edwards the other night. It was like, "Hey, look at this. Look at her play. Like we can do that," and that sort of that sort of energy that an arena like that has or or your kid sort of catching the jones for the game man that's that's wonderful stuff no thanks that's what it's all about yeah you've contributed to it so i really appreciate it happy to i got a lighter side like a funnier moment that's happened too. a couple things that came up so we were playing another time not uh this past weekend but i think just shooting around another time and yeah i think actually was saturday with some friends and dante caught one off the thumb and mm. we've all jammed our thumbs or jammed one of our digits on the rebound or trying to catch a pass and looking away dribbling whatever it's been and you know it sucks and especially the first time it happens it really hurts really hurts first time in my life i heard him yell shit what big s-bomb big s-bomb in public wow yeah wow yeah i gotta like, process that yeah so it was like boink hits and he just watched it. He's like, oh, shit. And it was also... That's hilarious. It was hilarious to you. <laughs> because you know when someone hasn't cussed a lot, and then like you hear him say it, and it just feels so foreign off the lips? Like, it doesn't sound like the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm sitting there, I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. Versus like, fuck that. You know? Like, it's just... You know, it's not the same yeah, like yeah. intonation and all of it. So... Have, well, we don't have the comfortability with the, with the language. Exactly, yeah. exactly, which is good with the vernacular. Yeah. So I had this dad moment, where, <laughs> which is which is good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had this total dad moment where I'm just stifling laughter, and I have to be oh, serious, but I'm also good. trying not to blow it up. Like good. I'm not trying this to be like, good, yeah. we need to go in the corner, we need to time out, you know, like Jimmy Butler. But it was it was more of just like, 
all right, let's just walk it off. You all right? Can you bend it? And I was like, yeah. that. And then like later on, I was like, let's not, let's not drop the, the S-bombs just freely, willy-nilly out in public right now, you know? Yeah, I know you're almost nine, but let's just rein it in a bit. So anyway, wow. yesterday... You, a, you did cross a little bit of a bridge there, though, hey? We did, yeah. Like, he knows what it means, and now we can yeah. say it. Yeah. So yesterday... This is grown up. We're, <laughs> it is. We're shooting on the little, like whatever like kids one in my house like i told you they got the fever and nico's getting his shots up and dante kind of butted in and like we only had the one ball so it just became this whole thing so dante takes the ball away from nico without any hesitation just left cross like nico just slinging that hook hits dante in the rib cage Mm. and (laughs) dante it's like ah shit (laughs) again and he's actually in pain. So I'm like, once again, trying to stifle laughter. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, man. And I was like, Dante, you, you got to clean up the language. And Nico's like, he says it a lot. <laughs> so uh, I had this uh, this moment last night. He's got it. Like, he's got it. <laughs> I was like, where did he learn that from? <laughs> not me. Not me. No, that's what everybody says. But, um. It's, this is funny. This is a funny little predicament you're in. No, it's great because it's, yeah, it is funny because I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, oh man, I've got like, if you're, if you're someone who's watched Arrested Development, I've got potential boy fights on my hands. So I've got boy fights, but then I've also got the hilarity of just my kid awkwardly dropping S-bombs and like to the point, and like in it's situations where it's just knee jerk, like he's not, it's not premeditated, like, let me test this out. It's like, shit my reactionary thumb. it's reactionary. reactionary yeah so once again oh this, shit <laughs> so you kiss your mother with that mouth no kidding but um that's he, where he learned it <laughs> jokes jokes but i had to you know kind of triage the situation and i just was like i, I kind of downplayed it but then i pulled him aside we were you know just in our little patio over here so i said you know you gotta i know it hurts but give him a give him a shoot give him a heck mm-hmm. darn mm-hmm. you know you're we're not there yet you know i know well, you're hearing things out in the world you are i know you're experiencing life yeah all grade three has to offer but it's just like you know we gotta we gotta keep it keep it cool you know what they say right like no matter what age they are what grade they are they kind of hear stuff two levels above right so they're hearing grade always processing they're hearing grade four or five talk yep even though they're in grade three right and you know i've got one in kindergarten but you know they're she's hearing grade one two three talk right so it's it's wait until they come home asking about sex stuff i think i will wait actually (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'll I'll look him right in the eyes i'll say oh shit (laughs) Here we are. Here we yeah, go. Let's cross this bridge, I guess. <laughs> Pirates and bees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On a, a similar note, I have a little bit of a Jamal squall. You've deemed this. Uh, I'm always ranting and raving. Anyone who knows me, I, like, I, I appear to be a very uh, extroverted, um, optimistic person, but I'm, I'm a curmudgeon. Like, let's get down <laughs> to it. I'm like a fucking... At least you know it. At least you know it. I'm a moody hipster. Okay. So... I had a little gripe here, grievance. Get this out of your system, okay? Don't yeah. don't belabor the point, but I think you need better out than in, I always say. <laughs> you know, uh, I play tennis a lot, often in parks, public parks, 
kind of adjacent to a lot of playgrounds in different areas, kind of a family wholesome environment. And I've just noticed frequently over the last little stretches, it's warmed up outside, people spending more time outside, the pungent odor of the sticky icky. Mm. And you know what? That's fine. Summer, summer, summer time. Smoke them if you got them. That's fine. But I don't want to be exercising, sweating in 25 degree weather, wondering if I'm going to make my second serve because I'm getting a contact high. I'm being a little bit hyperbolic here, but it's not like my favorite scent while I'm out there grinding on the court. Wait, just set the scene for me a little bit. So you're out there grinding on the court. <laughs> yeah. And there's just a couple of just a couple of kids. I'm downwind from y- somebody. Young, young or old, just downwind, and they're just they're just blasting the devil's lettuce, and it's just rolling right into your into your frame. Yeah, man, just straight up trees, like not vaping or anything. Like there's no cloaking that that scent. They're just, just open with it, which is great. BC Bud, Canada, less, less ride. It's everywhere. But It's in your window, though. <laughs> it's in my window, and I'm right next to the playground and like the little water pad. I was at Beckwith Park yesterday, if you know. And I'm just thinking, like, can we like just, just Are these parents? It? Are these our contemporaries? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Not mad at it. But I'm just like, can we just move it a little bit to the left mm. here? Because it's just, I mean, what's your stance? If you're out there, you're, like, trying to concentrate. I mean, tennis also, there's a lot of, like, solitary, like, you're in your mind. There's a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But I, it's, it's another distraction. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to hit this backhand off the kick serve my opponent's hitting. Back to Joanne. <laughs> but meanwhile, I'm just thinking, mm. man, what is that? Sativa? <laughs> That's a punjanti strain. (laughs) What are your thoughts? If you're out there, like, what are are there lines? Are there like a a demarcation of like, no, you got to be within X amount of meters? No, it's, I get your point, JC, but it doesn't bother me when the sticky icky hits me and hits me in the face, unless I'm, you know, like a wholesome family environment. And as we're talking about bridges, we're going to have to cross with our children. Like I've yet to had, you know, like the question, what's that smell? You know, I haven't had it yet. Yeah. But you're right. In public, it is it is interesting in public, right? Like, what's sort of the... You know, we're at the stage now where, you know, you can get cannabis delivered to your door via yeah. DoorDash. For sure. Yeah. So, you know, where's the line of demarcation? Apparently, it's on the courts. Yeah, for me. I mean, like I said, I'm out there sweating, whatever, and... I'm but it's not like, like it's blown in your face, though. This, these aren't people. Blo- what I was trying to say, there's, boxing, there's no. not people on the sidelines, like, like smoking badgers and then chirping you after. Like, <laughs> Can move, you your, move your legs. Could you imagine? You're no James Blake. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a tremendous. Just people just a watching me play tennis, <laughs> b just chirping me, yeah. like while they're high. Yeah. Poof, that that sounds. Amazing. It sounds fun. That's the way to do it, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, okay, okay. So, bit of a Jamal squall, but yeah, yeah, that's how I feel. On a lighter note, I did have a date night this week, by the way. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't happen often, mm. but when it does. Drop in the uh, in the editing process. Drop in the, the mood music. <laughs> Talk to me about your date night. We were fortunate enough. Have you, have you ever had a babysitter? Like a non-family member babysit? No. Okay. So this is new for us. Okay. My kids are a bit, well, 
Whatever. They're was, the same age. I'll, 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 I was going to say my kids were older. Oh, shit. <laughs> we had different different things going on in our lives. It's as, good. as we do. It's all right. You have a young one, too. It's I like, know. I'm yeah. fucked. <laughs> anyway, we've just moved into the comfort zone with non-family members babysitting. And it's yeah. really cool. When you get there, it's going to open up a lot of opportunities. Like a Tuesday night dinner, which never happens. Okay. So... Uh, Julia uh, has a, a actually it's a student of hers not her class but just at her school really sweet woman she came over and uh, took care of the kids so we just dipped downtown and uh, went to Wind Cries Mary which never been there before but I am a huge uh, Jimi Hendrix fan if you didn't know my son Dante's middle name is Hendrix heck yeah after Jimi Hendrix anyway um, wait, wait, sorry. Before yes. we get to Wind Cries Mary, and that interests me a great deal. Um, did we know said babysitter? And I know there's some connective tissue there, but did we know said person before she arrived at your door and said, <laughs> hey, I'm here? This is the second time that she's okay. uh, babysat for us. So we had the trust and, and everything. And the kids actually stepped their game up when they Step had... Step your game up. For sure. When it's a non-family member or just anyone that's not us, yeah, basically, yeah, they're not little tyrants. And yeah. they just like actually do everything just prim and proper. Yeah. To impress the new eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they love it. Yeah. So Did Dante swear? <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> no, but he didn't. Apparently, he was, he was an angel. Of course he was. Yeah. Of course he was. Then he came up and was like, oh, shit, this guy? <laughs> All right. I think we've killed that joke. <laughs> I got one more in me. Go on. <laughs> Um, so anyway, they, uh, they were taken care of. It's kind of an early dinner. Julia made plans. Great restaurant. It's right by, uh, the water kind of in the inner Harbor here in Victoria. If you're familiar, uh, Bastion square area. I haven't been got a great rep. Go if you can. What did you eat? We it's family style. So we had three, uh, dishes, plates, if you will, that we shared. One was, a. it sounds less enticing than it was but it was basically like broccoli they had some sort of like breadcrumb kind of um almost like parmesan mm. kind of based mm. glaze i don't even know how to describe it Lovely. i'm not doing it justice but it was so good okay what else uh we had a a tuna like kind of some ahi tuna bites kind of like rare on the in, like the inside sorry yeah. what what day of the week was this tuesday it was tuesday got yeah. the club going up on a tuesday <laughs> I got no time to party on the weekend. I got no babysitter to party on the weekend. <laughs> what was the third dish? The third dish. Oh, it was basically I never had this before. Similar. Have you had gnocchi? Yes. So it was it was something else. I think it was like nudie, like G N U D I. I'll try to effort something and put it up. That's on the, a new word to me. The me too, mm-hmm. as well. But it had kind of like a ricotta in the inside, and it was basically like a kind of lighter gnocchi. Yeah, I see you. And um. And just an array of like really nice vegetables and, and like a kind of like a broth. And um, sounds yeah, lovely. Excellent. Anything to drink? I had one driftwood. I can't remember what it was. I think it was not an IPA. I think it was like a. It wasn't the classic was a, fat tug. It was a driftwood table beer or something like that. Sure. I can't recall. But um, paired well? Yeah, it's fine. Sure. It's fine. And we, a little uh, frizzante, a little bubbly water on the we side? We did. We did. It cost you seven bucks, by the way. A little Perrier. If you didn't know, not not frizzante on tap. 
No, it was just kind of knee jerk, and we were just like, oh, just whatever. Like, mm-hmm. kind of caught us on the upsell, and mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, yeah, that's going to cost me, but it's fine. <laughs> Who's keeping count? Would you go back? Yes. Tuesday night date night? You and your lovely bride? That sounds great. It got better, too. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's PG 13 podcast. Yeah, I know. I... <laughs> no, like, it was early in the evening so what we did was and we had the babysitter you know on retainer if you will for a little bit Uh we finished up and we just took a walk i can't remember the last time i just took a walk downtown i'll take a walk and we walked down um and there were a couple observations i wanted to call attention to were really interesting but in general it was a great experience just walking around on a warm tuesday night not a care in the world i was not driving either so i had imbibed a little bit and it was it was great, and it was just sun beaming down. Mm. Sat down by the uh, the harbor plane area where they have like the public yeah, uh, planes, seats, yeah. yep. and just chilled out and just took in everything and just walked around for a bit and just digested that food and it was nice. great. Nice. A couple observations. Go on. Downtown is not as bad as you think it is. No. So all you people out there in the hinterlands really, that are decrying your trips downtown and how douglas street looks different from this is what i said too. about portland jamal yep it's it is not some sort of you know vagrant cesspool like that people in victoria are often in the media making it out to be every town has pockets every town has a time of night where you need to be vigilant about what you're doing and where you're doing it mm-hmm. but at the same time couldn't have been happier just walking around and there were so many tourists abundant mm. with tourists and mm. they could just tell like you're like watching people go into like chocolate favorite and like just was there a cruise ship was a cruise ship parked it wasn't a cruise ship vibe it was more of like a clipper meets just general other canadians okay. kind of a vibe like okay. we had some of our our friends from down south i think but also i think some friends from the east mm. and it was just a just a vibe it was cool i like that and like with all the parklets and cafes now and a warm night, mm-hmm. it kind of Government Street, walking down Government Street felt so different from what it was years ago when you didn't have all those little patios. I'm pro patio all the way. Here, here. So it was a cool vibe because it was just like, I had this dissonance of like, oh, walking around downtown, ugh, I don't know, in the midst of it and enjoying a lovely evening. And it was great. Um, one thing I did want to say on the adverse side of things, I did have that beer, but I also I just wanted to say, and then this isn't a slight at that uh, restaurant I went to. I just kind of actually, while we were walking around as well, took in a couple other like menus on the external uh, part of a lot of the restaurants. We're, we've broken new ground, Justin, for me at least. We're mm. in the $20 cocktail zone now. Mm. We're in a lot of cocktails. God. I remember that was the threshold for me where I was just like, I saw some spots had of $25 cocktails and it's like basic ingredients. We're not talking about like 24 karat gold leaf and shit. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, we're here. Welcome. Dang. $20 cocktails. Yeah. It's gone from like, it used to be like 14, 16, 18. Yeah. Now it's yeah. 20. I yeah. remember when a dime bag cost a dime. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I don't know if I can... I mean, you do need to win the lottery to have, a, have an e- to have an evening of cocktailing. Shit, jeez! I kept it twenty dollars. We kept it under triple digits, just to be fr- like, just candid. And I yeah. was like, "How did this happen?" Yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, I didn't drink. I had one drink." Yeah, and you didn't buy any um, 
you didn't buy any drinks or something to eat for your friends at the next door table <laughs> like you did in Seattle. No, like American U.S. $22 yeah. glasses. Well, of you red. weren't buying wine to share as you and your friend in <laughs> Seattle shared the boar's head ragu. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, 20, $20 cocktails, $25 cocktails. Get out of here. It's a big ass. That seems like a lot, no? And I mean, we're talking what, like one, two ounces of actual... Two tops? Uh, what are we doing? Uh, just because somebody shakes it for <laughs> 42 seconds? I feel like they should come to your table and there's like a whole presentation. Like, these, yeah. this was procured in here and this even is made then, of like, even then. I need a dossier. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Not good for you guys for getting out on the Tuesday. When you made it home, when you got back home, everything was well at the Cox residence. Nanny was in good spirits. Children were asleep. Children were not asleep. All right. We got home just before eight, and as you witnessed today, when you came over uh, pre-pod, my children have really been drawing this extra bit of sunlight, and getting them down has been arduous. Solar-powered children. <laughs> definitely, definitely, just juiced up. So they were still awake, but it was low maintenance when we got home, and it was mm-hmm. cool. Um, Will you bring this young person back to babysit for a thrice time? She's an international student and actually is going home. Come on. So she won't come back because she was so great. There's got to be another option, though. There's other it? options. Yeah. And there's lovely um, teens across the street actually have also babysat before, and they're um, really Good for sweet. you guys. So we well, train were... Them, train them up. Get those Tuesday night date nights in. I'm pro that. We were really apprehensive for a long time, and, sure. and we just kind of went for it, and, and we've had success thus far, and, and hopefully it will continue. So that's great. Speaking of having someone help you out with your kids, this weekend, you're riding solo. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm solo parenting all weekend. It's one on three all weekend, Jamal. I don't think you can play zone when it's one on no, three. No, no, it's a bad zone. <laughs> There's a lot of holes. I'll be scrambling around. <laughs> Yeah, so my partner leaves tomorrow morning for California for a much-needed respite and reprieve from the action that is Casa de Kelly, and um, really excited and happy happy for her to head south. But um, it's going to be full on. It's going to be full on all weekend, baby. Starts tomorrow at our school's pancake breakfast. Yep. Uh, don't catch me outside because I'll be hot to trot. <laughs> and uh, just a couple little things like... For example, I mean, this is going to be the end of the breastfeeding. So I'm going to cross. Wow. I'm going to cross the thresh, threshold with young Zadie Bo. Like we're not doing it anymore. Like there's no more milk. Like this is going to be like going to be a bit of rehab vibes. Probably, <laughs> probably Saturday morning when she's looking for mama's milk and I need more and less blankets. That's right. That's right. And all I've got is a water bottle in your gullet. Oof. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit of withdrawal there, right? That's going to sting. You're going to be public enemy number one for a minute. Yeah, yeah. In the long run, it's good, and I'm happy to do that. And I'm really happy to give my partner the time away, but there's going to be some moments of anguish. For sure. And it's going to be at about 5.17 most mornings. <laughs> yeah, don't text me late because I'll be asleep. I hear you. Yeah. So she's going for three nights. So starts tomorrow. She's out early. I think she's on the road about 520, just mere mere hours from now. And um, 
yeah, and then I'm I'm burning hot all weekend with the three kids. However, I am obviously there'll be some some moments that are going to be a little bit challenging, but I am quite looking forward to just kind of the different energy. Dad's in charge. You were talking about you know talking to your son about uh, some language stuff and like how to handle that. I am looking forward to. We've got our usual run of sports. We got soccer. We've got running, but going to be it's just going to have a little obviously a little bit different energy one of the key cogs in our wheel is going to be missing so i'm kind of i think the change is going to be good for everybody now there are going to be moments where they're looking at me like dad like you know what the shit but aside from <laughs> aside from that like it's going to be i think it's going to be a hoot we're going to eat ice cream i might buy a basketball hoop definitely big wheel burger <laughs> friday night I like how you sandwich that in yeah like small purchases <laughs> and big purchase <laughs> I mean, I got a got a list of things to do. I'm gonna make margaritas <laughs> for this. I might be coming. Maybe I might be coming over here Saturday afternoon. Like looking things, ragged. Yeah. No. Th- <laughs> yes. <laughs> things are lining up. So I, I feel good about it. Don't get yeah. me wrong. It's a bit of a daunting task, but nothing I can't handle. I feel quite comfortable doing that. But it's it's gonna be an an enjoyable challenge, and I'm into it. No, I'm I'm for you. I'm I'm obviously for you. I'm here to support you as well. But I think yeah, there are some moments I've had that I haven't had three. Obviously, I've had two. But like, there are some really cool things. They can't play off of another parent, which sometimes happens in my house. A little good cop, bad cop type stuff. So there's that. This actually is a nice segue because that's the Q and A. The J and J this week is how do you survive in advance when you're solo parenting? You gave us a few little points there. Mm-hmm. What be, what be you've done it. This will be my first time doing this with the three kids. So neither of us have gone away for my youngest is two. Neither of us has, have gone away, excluding my trip to Portland. And this is really the first time my partner's flown the coop. So this is this is the real deal, man. This the rubber's gonna meet the road here, JC. I can give you some quick and dirty tips. Go on. Should I give us a sponsor first? Or do you have a sponsor? You got a sponsor? Mm. Sponsor this week? It's a tough one. I hadn't thought about it that much. I would say Q&A of J&J brought to you by Adult Skateboarders. <laughs> I see you out there try to relive the heyday. Joints don't joint like they used to. Knees don't do what they used to. You still out there. You're wearing those pants from the early 2000s that have come back. You got a sweatshirt on when it's 28 degrees outside. You're doing kick flips. This isn't just a mode of transportation for you. This is a lifestyle. Salute to you, adult skateboarders. And your collarbones. Protect them with everything you got. <laughs> Protect your neck. Because all, all, it, all it takes is one rock in the wrong place and you got a broken clavicle. <laughs> that, and that ain't right. That ain't right. That's going to hurt. <laughs> Nothing like going to the office on a Monday. What happened, Charles? <laughs> Do you tell the truth? Do you tell the truth? It's a skateboarding injury. Do you fake, you know, some young ruffians jump me or... Uh, Depends on how many tattoos you yeah, have visible true. at the that's time. True. So let's get back to, yeah, so I've got this weekend with my three kids. Lots going on. How how do I how do I make it through? I mentioned takeout, um, activities. I'll tell you what, I got I had a low moment today, Jamal. I got to be honest. I got to come clean. I got to come clean. It's just between us two. It's just us. I got to be honest. Okay, it's supposed to be hot, hot, hot here this weekend. Combustion is in the air. 
I think I know where this is going. A little while ago, we were gifted something, and I thought to myself, is this the weekend? And let me pound the table. Is this the weekend? I take the crew to Flying Squirrel. Hey, hey now! <laughs> hey now! Gift certificate. I got it. It's a free Woo. It's a free trip. It's going to be warm. My point about it, the weather being nice, it's not going to be busy in there or as busy as it normally is, or at least that's my hope. Probably full of degenerates, but <laughs> maybe maybe I slide into Flying Squirrel to to kill a section of time. Is this a weekend I do that, JC? I look the other way. Yeah, I think it is. You know what? It's Julia and I have a joke. Um, we talk about just generally situations that are quote run out the clock situation. Yeah. And this is one that we always talk about. If you're solo parenting for a stretch, there comes a point where you gotta, you've been creative, you've exhausted your resources, mm-hmm. and sometimes you just gotta phone a friend or like mm-hmm. go to a business, just something for your own mental health as well. I mean, flying squirrel, maybe not the best place for your mental health, but no, no, <laughs> uh, borderline insane asylum. <laughs> thumping music yeah potential like clavicle breaks <laughs> speaking of clavicle breaks, <laughs> no but i mean you know what it's right next to driftwood or what's the brewery <laughs> yeah it is driftwood no i know that, that's their second shout out on I know, yeah big shout out um we'll i mean we'll get him as a sponsor we'll get him we'll get him uh jokes aside i think it's fine it's good and even and lean on your friends too that's always my thing if you have their buddies you know, nearby or like buddies you can rendezvous with and have like a little play date action. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even if it's, if it's great, if it's a drop and run, like it's just like, I gotta go two hours to yeah. go just have some sanity to myself or like clean or do whatever it is or shower or like however desperate. The None of those is. three things are going to happen. <laughs> Cleaning, sanity, showering. Not, that's not on the cards for me in the next three days. Godspeed. Not even close, <laughs> man. Not even close. But I think that, if you communicate to your community yes. that it's like, hey, I'm doing this. Yeah. My mother-in-law, God bless her, always throws me a bone when Julia's gone. And she's just like, hey, if you need any help or whatever. And sometimes I might just have like a two or three hours. Or like, hey, can I just drop them off? And they yeah, just yeah. chill with you. Sure. Here's some snacks. I got a couple of things lined up. I am going to my in-laws for dinner on Sunday early afternoon. That'll be nice. And yeah, we got some sporting events we're going to do. And Nice. Yeah, the, there's some there's some lovely moving parts. Some friends have reached out, like you so graciously did, and another friend might be in town. So I'll I'll fill the time. I am I meant what I said though, and then let's move on. But it is going to be nice. It is going to be nice just to just just to be there with them, and it's going to be a lot of work, and definitely there's going to be moments of serious serious pain. But I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be fun, man. I think I'm into it. I'm, it's going to be a challenge. I'm into the challenge of it all. Well, I'll be at the pancake breakfast tomorrow morning at our school. You want some syrup on that flapjack? Rising crime. Rising. <laughs> rising. You call this coffee? <laughs> Madame Gerhardt? How dare you? Where's the Baileys? <laughs> Actually, and tomorrow, cause I'm off, cause um, I'm working from home tomorrow. I'm pulling a a, a jamal move i'm working from home tomorrow Mm -hmm. i'm really hoping to watch a little bit of that tennis match tomorrow yeah yeah we can get into that a little bit later but you'll happen to be up because that the match is on at 5 45 local i'll be up you'll be up i'll be up (laughs) lucky me let's take a break 
kids are crazy. Honestly, I don't actually think that's true.